Welcome to the NFTs.WhatTheFuck podcast, hosted by Jamie Burke, where we document key moments in the NFT space. The podcast focuses on championing diversity and innovation in the NFT ecosystem. In the description down below, we've also linked the NFTs.WhatTheFuck Genesis token drop. This grants access to an additional 46 members to the NFT's What The Fuck DAO, and it acts as a launchpad for an audio documentary titled The History and Future of NFTs, produced by the NFT's What The Fuck DAO. So could you introduce yourself by name and how you describe your role in the NFT ecosystem? Yeah, so... I'm Nahiko. I'm a hacker slash artist. Um, that might be two things that you wouldn't think uh, could come together, but that's um, exactly what I what I do. That's my work, trying to merge the two subjects and trying to find a way for um, my knowledge to find meaning in using those two fields together. So. And uh, the idea is to use it to push the boundaries of NFTs and art in general to find new ways of creating art. Yeah, and I think you are a great example of the beauty of this medium in that it is both technological and creative, and it combines those two things. Or at least it should, right? I think the, the true native artists of the space are part hacker, part coder, part artist and creator and of course you also have an additional kind of component to what you do which is like digital graffiti in a way right yeah so that's that's uh, one of the projects i did one with uh, the foundation hack and the idea was basically in a way incrementing on on the work of famous artists like uh, banksy or, or whichever graffiti artist you would think of and try to find a way to transition to the digital world so that's that's what i've been trying to do and i think it made sense and um i mean it's not an invention in the sense that the technique used already but it is an innovation and i think that's what i try to to do always innovate on, on stuff so how do you think about or even better describe nfts you know what do nfts mean to you how do you communicate their value to the world so nfts are basically for me the, the new platforms the new platform that enables us to create art and find new ways of creating art so the idea behind this is um, obviously art has existed for a long time but once a new canvas appears, for example, I don't know, regular canvases, then you get to something that hasn't existed, which is a traditional painting with paint, etc. Um, it's the same for the digital art, where we got computers and Photoshop and Blender or whatever. And uh, you're able to create something that hasn't existed yet just because you have a new tool. And so NFTs are basically, to me, the same thing. And we haven't gotten to the bottom of it yet and that's the most exciting part so for you are nfts an extension of digital art or are they different well that's a very good question i would personally say they are they started as an extension 
or they let me say it another way they could be an extension in the sense that for example what what i would call nft art exists which is just minting artworks that already existed and don't particularly use the technology behind uh, nfts but there's this second part to nfts or art in nfts which is what some people would call crypto native which is definitely art that couldn't exist on on anything else and uh, which is definitely not an extension of digital art as we knew it so what's your personal journey into nfts maybe just starting from a like to give some context were you a artist who's learning to code a coder who's learning to be an artist or so I actually started my journey with um, digital art on, on platforms like DeviantArt way back, like 10 years ago. And I actually stopped doing it um, because I felt like I had done everything I could do at the time and I couldn't find meaningful ways of saying what I wanted to say. And actually I found those tools in coding, in programming. So that's what I, I did. I got into programming and coding and web design and whatever and um i actually th- this is why nfts are so special is um last year is when i discovered nfts and uh, that's when i understood that this is something special because it finally enabled me to merge coding and art and design in a meaningful way and I couldn't do it like on a platform like DeviantArt. There's no point to it because the underlying technology doesn't allow you to play with the object, right? You're not selling an image. Now you're selling a token. So you can do much more than, than what you could do before. Yeah, so it's this idea that the medium itself is open to hacking, innovation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and um, just to extend on this... Um, the fact that this is a technology that is still pretty new means two things. It means a lot of innovation is happening right now and is, is going to happen. So that's really exciting. And the second thing is obviously new things are being born right now. So they can't be perfect. And that's where we get into all the hacking in order to improve and, and how this is also in some way a, a service. So then let's extend that. You said you got into NFTs a year ago. So this is, we're in 2021 now, March, uh, April 2021. So really 2020. Tell us about your, your journey into NFTs. What brought you in? What were the moments, the people? So I found out about NFTs on, on Twitter, which really awkwardly seems to be the house of, of crypto in general. And, and I can't explain it. But I feel like I'm probably not the only one who learned about NFTs and crypto there. So I learned about it. And the first second I did, I knew this was what I wanted to do. I was working at the time on um, projects uh, like, um, how do you call those? Uh, animatronics. Maybe you know about it. That's also something that's merging art and coding. So that was very interesting. One interesting aspect of NFTs is being inherently digital also means being able to create much more with less resources. And you can't disregard this. This is a huge point for NFTs because it enables a lot of people who 
don't have the resources to create art that is unique and extraordinary. So you say that the barriers to create are lower, but obviously if you want to create motion graphics, you need a powerful computer. I know a lot of crypto artists, like the first thing that they start buying with their sale proceeds, a better hardware, better equipment to render things. So well, let me let me kind of challenge that idea that it's somehow cheaper, easier to enter as a medium. Like, uh, can you defend that? Um, I mean, you do make a good point, uh, and, I, and there's probably no clear answer to that. But um, you're right; it depends on what you do. I would say, obviously, um, some people might say that quality is also part of. Um, an artwork and for example having a render with a, a lot of noise or something that you had to change just because otherwise a computer wouldn't handle it is having an impact on the artwork and i i wouldn't contest that it's true but the art world and the act of creation in real life is much more difficult to go through that whole process um, comparing to NFTs, like it, it depends on the platforms. Obviously, if you talk about curated platforms, it's not so easy to mint there. But um, if you want to mint an artwork on on Rarible and OpenSea, for example, there's pretty much nothing stopping you. Whereas if you want to display an artwork in a gallery, um, I mean, for sure you're gonna have examples of gallery accepting any ad artwork. But it's, uh, I mean, come on, it's gonna be much more difficult. Yeah, and I guess the argument would be that whilst there might be upfront costs to create art to a certain level, like hi-fi art, if you want to call it that, you can offset the costs much more quickly because it's easier to access that market to sell your art and then reinvest. And I can think of many artists who uh, have done just that in a relatively short period of time. So much more accelerated career, if you, if you want to call it. So tell us about the the creators in the space that are native to the space that have inspired you that you think are defining or innovating with the medium. Okay. Um this is a question I haven't prepared for, but the first artists that come to my mind um would be for example Peck. Um obviously a lot of people would reference to him, but it doesn't mean he's the only crypto native artists obviously there are a lot more and also what he does maybe isn't unique but he's probably the one with the most exposure doing what we could call crypto native stuff so let me compare to people for example what people does and has done is, is obviously amazing right that, that's not the point but it's clearly uh, embedded in the digital art art world not in the nft world that's okay, but that doesn't particularly explore new paths. Um, one example would be from PAC, for example, um, would be uh, the artwork called The Creation, where every tile is a part of an artwork from Michelangelo. And your first reaction, which was mine too, would be to say, hey, you're just selling someone else's work. Um, but I think that was the point. The point is the artwork is not the image, it is what's behind it. So in this case, he tried to represent the auction 
through the tokens. The pieces that were not bought, they are not part of the artwork. They, they were not minted. So that means you do get a representation of the auction process tokenized. So you could argue that this artwork is not the, about the image, but it's about the, the auction, which is something that could not have existed without NFTs. So this is the global direction that I would go to, not minting art that I already did, which I could have done, but really trying to find new ways of creating art. Yeah. And of course, you're not the first one to talk about PAC, but I do think it's a really important point. I always say, you know, the medium is the message. And I think this is a really good example of that. People experimenting with the medium in different ways, and that can be its economic construct as well as, you know, it's irrelevant, almost irrelevant, what the the NFT, the digital uh, file is. Are there any other native artists or creators that inspire you that you think are defining, pushing forward? If not, it doesn't matter. We can we can do a more general question. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, no point for no point forcing it if it doesn't come naturally. That's it. That's okay, right? Just pack. So tell us, you've done several hacks now. You're planning another one, which will be a live hack. How do you think about your art in the context of NFTs? I would say that the, 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 my way of thinking, and actually in general, um, it's probably not always a good thing. But if I see a group of people going in one direction, I'll, I'll always try to go the other way. And this is not either life advice or financial advice or whatever. But obviously, if it does work out, it pays out just because you're the only one there, right? So you can do stuff with a lot more space, whatever. So in the context of NFTs, the idea is that you know, obviously the, the first um, thing one might do is, is mint, for example, uh, an image or photography or um, image manipulation or whatever. And that's okay. But as you said, a lot of people did it. Now every person is unique and, and everyone does art, but my own way of, as I said, that's how I work in life. So I decided I'd do that with NFTs too. So the first thing I did was how can I bring what I do to the NFT space? Uh, it was actually quite obvious. I like hacking, I like coding, and I like art. So I thought, Let's create art with hacks, right? Because usually what people do is um, they monetize, for example, hacks by, uh, with bug bounties, right? You go to the company, you tell them, um, guys, I found an exploit. Here it is. Fix it and, and give me some money. But that's not like, it's not a fun way to do stuff, right? It works out. You get paid sometimes a lot, but it's not fun stuff and you can't do anything with it. My idea is to use this as a tool it's the form of the artwork once i found some some exploit and then i try to find a matching content so um in the example of yp 1131 which is my last artwork sold for example i found a um a hack that's used by by hackers um where for example to to hack a server they will upload a file and to bypass filters they will use what we call polyglot files. So the idea is that uh, you can have a, an MP4 file that can also be an image. So I used this um, to create a, a, an, an NFT in which the file was an, a video 
but it could also be read as a PDF. So the text embedded was a text uh, written by Kellen Iwamoto, um, and the video was done in collaboration with uh, Mike Saint-Jean. And um, the idea behind it was to use this hack, and this hack, it uses a technique which uh, posts, as I said, a file inside another. So it, it hides something into another. So the matching thing for me was to talk about um, domestic violence, which is typically, typically that, right? You have a facade, and then you have something happening in the back. So these were two things that matched perfectly, content and form. So I, I merged those and created the artwork. It could not have existed anywhere else than as an NFT. And I, I think the hacking meant, I mean, it made a lot of sense in that artwork just because of um, the technique that was used that is matching the content so much. Yeah, very good. I mean, I, I loved it. Obviously, I'm a collector of some of the other stuff. So finally, just to close off, what are your hopes and fears for the future of NFTs? I hope that we will continue building fun stuff, cool stuff, um, innovating. That's, I mean, it's not, it's not a hope I have. I, I'm quite certain that's going to happen. We are going to discover new ways of creating art, for sure. And the question is who is and when, um, but it's going to happen and it's going to be really exciting. Um, and it's going to go mainstream for sure. And then on the fears, I mean, those are not fears because uh, I've accepted it, but there's obviously a risk of um, volatility, I guess, in English, um, in the art world, uh, in the same way as, I mean, it, it, it all relies on crypto, right? So the way, for example, Bitcoin evolves means Ethereum is going to evolve in the same way. But I think... This is just just financial stuff. At the end of the day, today we have the community, and that's all that matters. Um, because we're going to be able to keep building, and people are going to stay. the The ones who are going to stay will be able to create the new stuff, and I think that that's all that matters right now. Very cool. Thanks so much for coming on, and looking forward to this next drop. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening. Head over to NFTsXWTF to follow us on Twitter and subscribe to make sure you never miss a weekly podcast.